0: Thanks for listening to the Passion Daily Podcast. This week, we continue our series, Don't Waste Your Life. Today's short scripture reflection is from Pastor Louis Giglio. Let's just pick it up in chapter 19, verse 1, and then we'll back up and see some of the backdrop to this story. It says, now Ahab, that's King Ahab, told Jezebel, his wife, everything Elijah had done and how he had killed all the prophets with the sword. So backtrack with me for a moment. A lot of us know the story of Mount Carmel. And in this particular day and age, Ahab has become the king in Israel. And what it says about him, if you just track back a few chapters, when he became king, he did more evil in the eyes of the Lord than all the kings that had done evil before him. So Again, Ahab is a bad guy, Ahab doesn't honor God, he doesn't revere God, but he's in this position of being king over Israel. And then Ahab takes a second step, and maybe this is all you need to hear today, and maybe this is the message that God wants to put on the mic for you today. Ahab takes another step and he marries Jezebel, who is from a a different people, a a non-godly group of people, And he actually, then in the process of marrying her, begins to worship and honor the gods of her people. They worship the god Baal and they would put up an altar, the the Asherah, and he became a worshiper of Baal. So he's the king of Israel, but now he's worshiping a, a false god and worshiping an idol, building places of worship to this idol. And Jezebel basically is she's got the mic and she's running the show. She's telling him how it's going to be. And as you see the story unfolding, she doesn't want to hear anything about the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. So she sets out to kill all the prophets of God. So this is a bad scenario. And one of his advisors, Obadiah, is a prophet, and he's trying to preserve the voice of God for this generation. So he hides 100 prophets in two caves, 50 in one and 50 in the other. They're just trying to weather the storm of Jezebel. And in this moment, God speaks to Elijah, And he says, I want you to go to King Ahab and I want you to have a conversation with him. That unfolds with the showdown on Mount Carmel. And what Elijah says is, you bring all your prophets of Baal and I'll meet you there and we'll see whose God is God. So 450 prophets of Baal show up, 400 prophets of Asherah show up, 850 of them versus Elijah. And he says, you go first. You call on your gods to come and consume the altar and the sacrifice and nothing happens. And so then Elijah says, I will call on my God. They build the altar. They put the bull on the altar. They they douse it in water one time, two times, three times. And then Elijah calls out to God. God sends fire down out of heaven. He consumes the altar and the sacrifice and the trenches and the water. And God displays his mighty power. And when he does, It strikes fear in the hearts of every man. And all the prophets of Baal and all the prophets of Asherah, they're running for their lives. But Elijah says, no, capture them all and kill them all. And so now the story is beginning to unfold. This God of Elijah, he is a mighty God. And so one more thing happens in this sequence. There's a famine in the land, but God says, I'm gonna break that famine now. I'm gonna show my power. And so Elijah goes up and he looks toward the sea and he doesn't see anything, but God says, I'm gonna send rain. He doesn't see anything, but God says, I'm gonna send rain. He tells the servant, go look, go look, go look, go look. Seven times he looks and then he says, I see a, a cloud, but it's only as big as a man's hand. And Elijah knows God is gonna do what only God can do. He's going to break the drought. He is going to send rain. He's already displayed his power. And so Elijah leaves from Mount Carmel and he tells Ahab, you need to go now because it's about to rain and your chariot's going to get stuck in the mud if you stay here any longer. So Ahab heads home and it says in the last verse, pretty amazing verse, always one of my favorite verses uh, growing up. It says, Meanwhile, the sky grew black with clouds. The wind rose. A heavy rain came on and Ahab rode off to Jezreel. Now notice what it says in verse 46. The power of the Lord came upon Elijah and tucking his cloak into his belt He ran ahead of Ahab all the way to Jezreel. It's just amazing to me. It's kind of like the Forrest Gump moment. It's like, here's this king in his chariot with his horses headed home to Jezreel. And Elijah just comes by like, hey, how's it going? You everybody good? All right. And then He just takes off in the power of the spirit. God has come down and displayed that he is the Lord. The cloud is now coming and the rain is going to break the drought. Now the spirit is on Elijah and he's out running a chariot all the way. To Jezreel. That's what Elijah had just experienced. And so when Ahab gets home, he tells the story to Jezebel. And he tells her how all the prophets died at the sword of Elijah. In verse 2, it says this. And so Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah to say, quote, May the gods deal with me. What gods? The gods that she worshipped these false gods, these idols, Baal, may may Baal deal with me ever so severely. If by this time tomorrow, I do not make your life, Elijah, like one of the ones that were slain today. Jezebel had such a brazen heart, such an evil heart, that she hearing about the glory of God, the power of God, the way God had come down, the way the drought had been broken, even probably hearing from Ahab and, and not only that, after it happened, we're coming home and we're in the chariot and Elijah just comes flying by and he outruns us All the way home. She hears all of this. She takes all of this in about the power of the one true God. And what does she do? Think, wow, well, maybe we should rethink our position. No, she's brazen and she's blinded by the power of the darkness. And she gets on the mic and she says, send a message. And can you imagine that message arriving? Elijah. I've got a message for you from Jezebel. She wants you to know that her position is this, quote, "'May the gods deal with me, be it ever so severely, "'if by this time tomorrow, "'I do not make your life like one of them.'" And when Jezebel got on the mic, fear dominoed into Elijah's heart. I just outran a chariot. But in one instant, one voice, all of a sudden now is resulting in a cascade of fear in Elijah's life. Thanks for listening to today's Passion Daily Podcast. For full messages, live gatherings, and worship videos, check out our YouTube channel and subscribe at youtube.com slash Church one